Welcome to Navigating Education, the podcast, episode 34. And I'm calling this part seven of the education coaching series as I'm wrapping it up. And I want to spend some time reflecting on what I have learned during this journey. Over the course of the last couple months, I've been interviewing educators and coaches from across North America, all different niches within education, ranging from instructional leaders at the building level and district level, and teachers, coaches in sports, and coaches at the university level that coach and mentor pre-service teachers. Each and every one of them provided their own perspective relating to coaching. And really, I wanted to spend about 10 minutes discussing three relevant themes that I think that relate to coaching and can amplify the practice of coaching. The first thing I want to discuss is the notion of relationships as the overarching theme for coaching. Relationships are the most essential theme here because without these relationships, we're not going to get our goals accomplished. There'll be no accountability. There'll be limited accountability or essentially not very much done that can help us meet our coaching and instructional goals. So really we must as coaches cultivate these relationships with our teachers, our school leaders and our district leaders to help facilitate our coaching and to ensure that those coaching uh, techniques and strategies that we provide to our teachers are amplified. And to cultivate these relationships, I think a number of things stood out. I think where we currently are at in education is that us as coaches need to provide as many opportunities for our teachers to trust us. And being an active listener and someone who is willing to engage in a conversation without actually adding much to the conversation is essential. We want to really get to know who our uh, teachers are, you know, as educators and as people and understanding their, you know, challenges, their strengths and what their daily routines in life looks like, because that's going to lend us that lens to really try to provide them with opportunities to help make their practice more effective as well as efficient. And I think lending on that idea is important because if we can really get to know them and try to figure out ways to help them make their life easier, then I think that teachers are going to trust us more as coaches. And that is key. And I think beyond the active listening piece is that you want to come into their classroom, observe them, have a conversation with them, but also ask to co-teach or ask to take over the class for 10 to 15 minutes for them to go do something so that you can get a feeling for what they're going through. And I think going back to this notion of co-teaching and co-planning, I think currently that is an effective way to get to know a teacher and build that trust. And 
that ongoing conversation from that co-teaching co-teaching experience can essentially, you know, create that mutual trust. And over time and more experience of doing so, of getting to know a teacher and their students and working with them, you're going to be able to align all of your coaching goals to, you know, helping that teacher and that students out in that class. So that co-teaching piece is really uh, important. Then I think one of the last things in relation to building this relationship with teachers is we have to invite them to do things with us and develop that educator agency and efficacy because that in turn will give them the confidence as well as the trust in us to be accountable in trying something new and innovative. So how do we do that? So there's a variety of different ways. Maybe they want to showcase an instructional practice and we record that instructional practice or strategy and place it onto our coaching YouTube channel or invite them on our coaching podcast or show them what our coaching cycles look like, show them what our goals are and have them be a part of that conversation throughout the year and multiple years in developing those goals to help our teachers improve their practice. That is essential as that creates opportunities to develop that agency and efficacy and trust. So those are just a number of examples that I want to provide relating to the first theme, which is relationships. Now I want to talk about the second theme that I feel like that came up in this series, and that is mindset, having a coaching mindset. And that mindset is, is that you're not necessarily as a coach going in to try to change things quickly. And I think a lot of us as coaches feel that we have this pressure to go in and reinvent the wheel and change things. And when you're dealing with a, a large school, multiple schools, each and every one of them have their own persona, culture, environment, stakeholders. And it's silly for us to think that we want to go in and make that huge change. Because in reality, we don't want to do that because that can alienate the relationships that we're trying to build with our teachers. And we got to think about it as having a marathon versus a sprint approach. This is something that's going to take years to, you know, fully implement and build that capacity. And if we have that mindset that we want to be gradually going in and providing the training and support and the collaboration, then over time, through those relationships that we have built, there's going to be opportunities for us to grow those schools that we're working with and those teachers to meet those coaching goals. It's going to take time and that's okay because that's the nature of how these organizations work. And we can't get in the position of alienating who we're trying to work with. And by going too quickly, 
that can cause that to happen. So having that coaching mindset that less is more resonates with me. The last and final theme is that as coaches, we must be reflective, a lifelong learner, and constantly building our network of coaches and educators around us locally and globally for us to improve, reflect, have conversations with, and to think about ways how we can collaborate together to help solve our problems at our school sites and also in the educational community. And all these facets are extremely important because education is quickly evolving and changing in the nature of how instruction is provided and building relationships with students is changing. And we must, as coaches, I believe, be a little bit ahead of that curve. And having the opportunity to reflect on your practice through whether that is through conversations, writing, a podcast, going to a conference, there's a variety of different things that you can do to think about your practice and think about how you can improve your practice as a coach and to know what's going on currently at your school sites, as well as the world of education to be ready for when those things and changes happen and to be ready to provide that support to teachers. So that reflective piece is essential. And in that same light, I mentioned having that global professional learning network as well as local one. Each of them work in different ways. And the global PLN essentially is where you can learn from others in what they're doing in a way that is uniquely different than what you're doing currently at your school sites at the local level. These are fresh perspectives of educators and coaches. And you can see some ideas about how you can improve by incorporating a few things of what they're doing in their schools and districts. Maybe they're doing a different approach to co-teaching or a different approach to uh, synchronous live professional learning or their asynchronous lot, um, online uh, professional learning. Maybe there's some sort of new instructional practice or coaching practice that you want to be aware of. So connecting with the educators globally allows for you to see through your network a wide range of those things happening. In addition, you can work with them at a global level by having a conversation relating to your own practice, which you can get feedback from people that are not necessarily associated with what you're doing at the local level, but provide that new perspective and viewpoint to really help you reflect and then make those adjustments to your practice. Then at the local level, having your collaborators and stakeholders provide you with feedback and having conversations with them about the realities of what's happening day to day is essential because you can reflect on what actions I'm taking on that day, month, year, 
and think about what's happening in our classrooms and schools and taking their voices and thinking about how to improve. They can give you that local lens of, you know, is this working with our students and with our teachers or is it not? That's really important so that you can modify and adjust your coaching. So overall, those are the three major themes that I was able to get out of this coaching series. I think a fair amount of other ones, such as being adaptable, flexible, listening, as well as being a lifelong learner, it, it falls all underneath each of these three themes one way or another. And I believe in this short podcast episode, I touched on each. Coaching is not necessarily something that is easy. And, but at the same time, it is probably one of the most enjoyable things you can do, especially when you have really solid relationships with your stakeholders in your school as well as the teachers that you're collaborating with and coaching. And you can see those direct effects with students over time. So hopefully throughout this coaching series of seven episodes, you've learned these themes and can take a lot of those nuggets that each episode provides to incorporate into your practice. As it's going to be something I believe as for myself as a coach and instructional leader, a continuing uh, resource for me to continue to improve my practice as a coach and leader. So ultimately this episode wraps up the coaching series for this season of navigating education, the podcast, and there's going to be hopefully in the future, another coaching series, but within an, in the next couple seasons. And that will be an opportunity for us to reflect on these previous um, episodes that we had for this first coaching series. Also, if you're interested in taking a look at all of our other amazing podcast episodes relating to instruction, ed tech, futuring, leadership, podcasting, and really everything out there about navigating the present and future of education, definitely check out all of our episodes, which are on Anchor, Google, Apple, Breaker, and Spotify. So many different opportunities to listen to these great episodes for you to continue to learn and improve your practice as an educator and coach and leader. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and got out the themes that I did for this educational coaching series. Thank you so much. And I hope to hear from you soon on social media. Thank you.